When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Was the Texas A&M Aggies who did not do well last year? Of course, um, they underperformed to 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 what a lot of people thought because they were the number one recruiting class. They still have a high recruiting class coming in this year. They do not have as many transfers starting at all compared to Colorado. Um, they 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 did bad last year. They you know they end up being five and seven overall, two and six in conference. They lost a lot of close games. They played a lot of teams tough. Um, I do believe they beat LSU last year. So with Texas A&M, the big question mark was going to be, you got to see they have a new offensive coordinator, Bobby Petrino, who you know used to be at Arkansas. He, you know, has been at different places. He was hired as offensive coordinator, which means you know now he is going to be calling the shots there. And one of the things is. What kind of offense are we going to see? Well, we kind of saw what we're going to bring to the table because he he's very good at passing plays. He's very good at mixing it up um, with Bobby Petrino there. But the question is going to be, how long is this going to last? You know, in the spring, it, it is what it is. You know, Jimbo Fisher gave out two awards for the spring ball, which I don't understand that. Apparently teams do that. If they give out awards, cool. I don't understand awards for spring football. You know, I'm not about giving everybody a trophy. I, I think things need to be earned. And it's, again, we're not overreacting. It's spring ball. But there's just that type of thing where you get a little confused there. With Texas A&M, you know, I don't know which fans are worth. You always hear about Michigan talking about how they're going to win national championship and national championship. Texas A&M might be worse. They might be way worse than anything like that. At least Michigan has made the playoffs the last two years. And, you know, they, they haven't won the first round, but at least they're getting there. They've beat Ohio State the last two years. Texas A&M had this thing where they beat Alabama last year, and that's kind of saved Jimbo Fisher's job, apparently. But all the money they're paying him, they have not lived up to that type of money performance. Then you're about to have Texas and Oklahoma come into the SEC like, it's not going to get any easier. You're going to have your ni- nice little rival there with Texas coming into the SEC. With Texas A&M schedule, it's going to be curious how long Bobby Petrino is the offensive coordinator because Jimbo Fisher, you know, they, they, he needs to have all the papers. Like, just two papers isn't enough. He has to have this entire folder of offensive play calls where Bobby Petrino, Bobby Petrino doesn't, doesn't do that. With the offense we saw, it was hard to tell. Was it Jimbo Fisher's offense? Was it Bobby Petrino's offense? Because they run similar styles. But Jimbo Fisher, he's he's living off of that national championship he won with Florida State. He is living off the coattails of that and the coattails of being around Nick Saban. Not saying he's a bad coach. Offensive guy. Offensive genius. That's what he's known. That's why he was brought to Florida State, and that's why he is brought to Texas A&M. That, that is why he is here. That's why he's there but they have not lived up to consistency of doing that. He's living off the coattails of this national championship that he won with Florida State. He's living off of being this offensive guy after being around Nick Saban, and he's living off of beating Alabama last year. That's what they're living off of right now, 
with him. And he, I think he heard everything about how he needs to be the CEO. He needs to be, to not be the play caller, which is good. And, you know, not every head coach needs to be that. For example, the late Mike Leach, he was the offensive play caller, but he was the CEO, but he really let the defense do their thing. And his offense was so simple that he was going to call the plays. Did he win national championships? No, but they won a lot of games. And wherever he went as the head coach, they were turning the programs around. But he wasn't making Jimbo Fisher money. He wasn't doing that. And so with Jimbo Fisher, it, can his ego allow him to just sit back and be a CEO? It reminds me of Auburn with Gus Malzahn, who was a brilliant offensive coach as well. But he tried this before, too, where he's tried to hand it off. I believe it was two times, two or three times, he tried to hand off the play calling duties. And then three, fourth, fifth game into the season, all of a sudden, he brought it back. He had in Morris, Coach Morris, come in in his last year to be the offensive coordinator. And you could tell when plays were being called by who. When Morris was out there, you saw about three wide receivers, four wide receivers wide. When Gus was calling it, you saw two or three wide receivers, but one of those was a wing. You knew who was calling plays. So the question is going to be, the question will be, how long, if things go bad, if things go bad for the Texas A&M offense or this team, if they're not winning, how long until Jimbo Fisher says, hey, Bobby Petrano, you just you just deal with quarterbacks and I'll deal with um, everything else. I'll deal with it all after that. Because with their schedule, they open up pretty well. New Mexico, they should beat. But Miami, who's emerged, are they going to be able to beat Miami? You and Elmo Rowe, they should be. And then you start getting to your SEC play. At, does Jimbo Fisher around – does Alabama is the one where is Jimbo Fisher say, hey, I'm taking over. If things don't go, if they lose to Miami, if they lose to Arkansas, Auburn, does he? And then he wants to beat Alabama very badly. Does he sit there and say, "I take over"? It's a strong possibility. But what we saw in the spring game, they have good players, they have athletic players, they recruited well. But looking at this schedule and how the there's there's games on there they could win: New Mexico, UNL Monroe, and Auburn and Christian. But with the emergence of all these other teams. South Carolina, Tennessee, LSU. We don't know what Mississippi State's going to look like now. Does Arkansas turn the corner? What's Auburn going to look like with Hugh Freeze and that type of offensive mind that he's going to bring in? It's possible we see a five to seven to seven and five win Texas A&M, eight and four Texas, you know, win team again. So I'm very curious. We didn't see a lot from the spring game. And it was hard to tell who was calling offense. Was it all Bobby Petrino's? But after the spring and the stories we start hearing, are we going to start hearing things of rumblings? Are they not going to get along? It's going to be very um, curious time to see with how this is going to go and if Jimbo Fisher is going to continue to allow um, Bobby Petrino to be the offensive coordinator and how long can his ego stand there? So he, you know, to be the CEO, can his ego stand that stand it in order for him to keep that going?